Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, welcome back to a quick shot of romance. I am Becky. And I am Leah. And on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we are reviewing Hard and Fast by Mary Carr. This is book two in the Italian Stallion series, which the series title just makes me giggle. I mean, but have you seen those covers? These covers are spicy. Book one in this series is a thruple. It's male, female, male, and single mom. And it was delightful. I read it. And then when I got this one and, and I got me, the blurb, I was and like. I did not read book one. I macheted this and it stressed me out, but it was worth it. And it stands alone excellently. Okay, so read us the synopsis from Goodreads. Okay, Penny is tired of being seen as the gamer, the crazy cat lady, the mom jeans wearing YouTube binging quirky IT girl. She's barreling towards 29 and ready to make some changes in her appearance and her non-existent love life. But she's smart enough to know she needs help and who she needs it from. Her billionaire playboy boss, Gage Russo. Bachelor Gage's life is typically full of excitement on the work front and in the bedroom. He's never lacking for female company and he rarely sleeps alone. Regardless, lately he can't shake feeling bored. That is until Penny challenges him to a friendly wager. One he promptly loses. Her prize, lessons in seduction from him. Lines get blurred as Gage pushes harder, moves faster, teaching Penny things she only ever fantasized about. But the playboy with all the smooth moves makes one big mistake when he fails to tell his sexy student that the lessons are no longer fake and what he wants from her is very, very real. So this released this released <laughs> June 28th of 2022. Uh, nerdy female character, main lead character, uh, dating coach, mm-hmm. truly friends to lovers, boss employee, uh, virgin heroine technically there's a technicality to her virginity there is um but you'll have and, to read it to find out what the technicality is yeah we won't spoil that for you Mm-mm. uh the series is the italian stallion and this is absolutely a series of standalones mm-hmm. and it pops at 37 percent yeah it pops so, well at 37% as well. Um, so let's let's talk about Hard let's, and Fast. Let's talk. So this book is exceptionally what is classified as nerdy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because the opening scene, she is going on to a game, like a I don't like know, a World of Warcraft open like world a, yeah. game that they're playing. It's so her and the nerd circle, which are the other two guys in her IT group at her job are doing like playing, like that is what they do. Like they play this game together and Gage Russo, her boss technically shows up at the nerd circle game. And so Penny has had kind of a crush on Gage. She doesn't really say too much in front of him because she's well then, and there's hints that he's he starts joining them for D and D, and playing mm-hmm. constantly, and um, and one of the big things that's part of this book is Penny is 
on the threshold of her 29th birthday. And she acts like it's the end of everything, which just makes me laugh. No, but I think in some ways to her, like that's, it's a momentous thing. Like she's made it this far. She's very successful in her life. She has like a good family. She's like her brother is in love in this like throuple relationship and she's hitting 29 and she's still technically a virgin. Yeah. So let's talk about, well, first of all, the other couple things that I liked Penny is actually, I would say, a real-bodied heroine. She Mm -hmm. is not, she's curvy. She is not plus size. I wouldn't say she's plus size. Mm -mm. I'd give her like a size 12, 14. Yeah. Like an average size woman. Yep. She has hips. She has boobs. She is average. Um, And she has this really long blonde hair that is curly, but she wears it in funky styles. Like there is a scene early on where she is wearing it in Princess Leia buns. And she has an affinity for graphic t-shirts that have awkward sayings on them. Mm-hmm. Which I just loved. I just loved her quirkiness is like absolutely who she is to her core. It would She would be our friend if she was real. Absolutely would be our friend. Um, So let's talk about Gage Russo. Penny's boss. So Gage is this guy who comes across like he is a playboy, but he is not as bad as like the blurb makes him out to be. No, no. I mean, he definitely is a one and done. He is a serial dater, Mm -hmm. um, but he doesn't really. It's all a farce in a way because Mm -hmm. he truly does not really share his true self with anybody Mm. like even his brothers because there's an intervention intervention-ish type situation it's totally an intervention (laughs) towards the end of the book where his brothers are like you're an idiot Mm -hmm. why why are you still like this and there's some emotional stuntedness to him that by being a serial dater and putting on this farce of being a ladies man kind of helps others from not seeing who he truly is which is really a giant closet nerd right like giant closet nerd Uh uh-huh like when you get to his house like penny is in awe of his gaming room and the nerdiness that shows up there which i well no the gaming room is at the at work he is building the uh, he built an arena for them to be esports players because I the think company... he had something at his penthouse too. Though. Yeah, he did. He did. He had like yes, it but was that is one thing I really love about the way that Mary Carr wrote this character is because he is like that closet nerd who he really wants people to see that side of him, but he's he's so afraid to show people who he truly is because of some things that happened because he had made some decisions that he think changed the trajectory of his life. But in that intervention scene, he finds out that things are not quite what they were. Yeah. Um, So the other thing about Gage that I kind of loved about him is that when he loses the match and has to become penny's dating coach Mm -hmm. i loved the pretty 
woman moment where he takes her into the shop <laughs> and makes her try on the clothes and stuff. But then he gets super grumpy about it. But he totally knew her size. Like, mm-hmm. he knew. And she was so worried and so embarrassed because she's not thin. And he just knew her size. And mm-hmm. it was kind of swoony. It was kind of a swoony moment. He has actually a lot of swoony moments. But one thing I really liked about him and the whole dating coach thing is, like, in those moments, like, he got frustrated at the fact that he was like, this is not her, like putting her in this outfit. This is not who she truly is. And he like, he needed, he wanted her to find that like happy medium where she had like the quirky t-shirts and like her crazy, like Christmas lay of cinnamon buns. But he, but also like that feminine side that she didn't always embrace. Like he wanted her to be the whole package and see that she truly is the whole package. Yeah, there's a great scene, too, when he first takes her out to the bar to practice her flirting. And it's a dance club that his brother owns. And he's watching the whole dance scene. Like, she is out there, like, dancing, like, doing all the moves from Fortnite, like, celebration dancing, the robot, like. Like, I see her doing, like, the sprinkler. Yes, she totally went Zoolander out on the dance floor. (laughs) And Gage is like mortified because one, no one is flirting with her. There's guys there. They're flirting with her two friends that met her there. But nobody's coming over to flirt with her. And he's like, oh, God, she has to stop dancing. Well, but then his brother is like, what are you doing here? Like, why are you here? Why are you by yourself? Why is she here? Yeah. Yeah. I think the brothers were a little more clued in than they let on that they were clued in. Well, because Matt, brother Matt, who is like the head of like the company that they both work for, because he's the oldest brother, like he pretty much knows what's going on. Because there is actually a moment in the book between Matt and Penny where he he's really vague and elusive in like what he's talking about. But like, you know, he knows well, you like almost wonder on. if he played a little bit of matchmaker-ish because mm-hmm. what prompted their battle, and I think they played Call of Duty in their battle before he became the dating coach. Mm-hmm. What prompted them in the battle was that um, Penny, another company, was sniffing around Penny and going to try to lure her away yes. from them. And Matt basically assigns Gage with the task of securing Penny in a contract so she will not leave them. Because if she leaves... In, like, a seven-year contract. Seven years, too. Yeah. Like, if because if she leaves, they're screwed. They can't... They will not Mm -hmm. be as successful as they are. And so you almost wonder if Matt plays a little bit of matchmaker-ish. Well, in, like, when... The the first scene happens and like they start doing like playing together and like he like Gage starts going like D and D nights like he kind of pulls back from his Playboy ways like because he's doing these like nerdy things with them and I use nerdy loosely because like they refer to themselves as the nerd circle but yeah. I think Matt sees that also where it's like Gage is finally like coming out of his like shell of like his shell. Like he's not hiding like who he is anymore. And like Penny has worked for them for six years and 
as you read the book, like you see that Gage and Penny, like they've had kind of this dynamic that none of the other ones have. And I think everybody around them has seen it, but Penny's been so like afraid of her feelings for him because like she's had a crush on him, but also the fact that like she has seen the type of people that he has been out with. And she's like, that's not me. And so she, she hides that, but everybody else has seen it. Right. Um, so, and then there's this spicy restaurant scene. It's anyway, there's so much in this book. I do want to say the only thing that frustrated me the most in this book was there is a feud mm, between God, yes. the Russos and the Morettis. And while Penny is not directly a Moretti, her brothers, the other partner in the thruple, the other guy is in the thruple is mm-hmm. a Moretti. And, and so they, there's Moretti's all around. And it's kind of small townish. Um, it has that small town feel, but it's it's not a small town, I don't think. No, I think it's supposed to be like a burb of New York City. So there's lots mm-hmm. of people. But yeah, like there's this longstanding feud between the Russos and the Moretti's. And it is not clear as to what this feud is about because... <laughs> But when are we going to get that? Like, when are we going to get the solution? I don't know. The next book is another thruple. So book three is another thruple. But there's no Russos in book three. No, it's all Moretti's. It's not all Moretti's. It's a Moretti and then others. And others. It's thruples. I don't know. Anyway, I'm just telling you. I just but, needed to know the feud. I want to know the feud, but I mean, I'm the nosy neighbor peeking through the blinds. So you are, but I will say like this, I came into this in book two and as much as that stressed me out, you do not have to read book one. Like I'm going back and reading book one because you meet the thruple from book one and you want to learn the di- the dynamic and Becky said how good it was. So it's like, but it stands alone really, really well. So, okay, Leah, did you like this book? I did like this book. It was so good. I love the nerdiness. I love the the dynamic between these characters. And I just, it was a really good read. It was. I really enjoyed this book. And as soon as I read it, I was like, Leah, you got to read this book. It was sexy. It's spicy. And for Gretchen, there are sex toys in this book. There's a lot of sex toys in this book. Um, there's a whole bucket of them. <laughs> they, they play a major part in... All of the uh, interactions. All the things. All Um, the things. Who would typically like this book, Leah? Everybody. Everybody Everybody would like this book. No, honestly, if you you like that dating coach dynamic, this is a virgin heroine done extremely, extremely well. Like it is, it's a really just sometimes a virgin heroine gets that like icky factor. Like it's a gift which yeah, I don't know. hate this that. This was more of a like social thing. Like she just wasn't socially. It wasn't that she was inept. It was just that her circle of friends, it is, it was more like friends. There wasn't ever that, you know, next level well, dating I, or attraction. And one thing about her character, she just, she was very secure and very confident in her her knowledge and her intelligence. But when it came to dating, she did not have that because she she could be very intimidating. I could see that being intimidating Mm -hmm. because she's super smart, super smart. I think if you like Julie Salmon, Jay Salmon level of heat, 
Mm-hmm. These books hit that. There are some quirky, funny moments, which makes me think of Krista Sandor. It's not full out rom-com. It is mm-hmm. straight contemporary romance, but it is just incredibly but well But it done. has like those rom-com elements. It has like slight elements of like BDSM, slight. Well, not this one so much. Not this In one. other books of hers that there is. But this one- She just there writes are, a really great- There's a lot of toys though. So if you don't like a toy in a scene, then this is not the book for you. She writes really spicy contemporary romance. Is, I, I mean, love that just, eye roll that you just did there. Who doesn't like a toy? I mean, unless you're in Texas, apparently you can only add like half seven of them. Um, Leah, would you recommend this book? Um, yes. Yes, I would. And I have since I have read it multiple times. Everybody should read this book. Everybody should read this book. I agree. hundred um, percent. Do you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance? Send us an email to the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com. We will add the title to our TBR. Leah, thanks for joining me for this quick shot of romance. Of course. It's always until, a good time. Until next time, everyone. Be reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 